for the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world. We are live and amplified. So let's get ready to podcast. Fire it up. Welcome, everybody, to another Live and Amplified broadcast. I'm sitting here with a very special guest, Gats, from Tampa, Florida. Right. Hello, hello, hello. How y'all doing today? We are live once again at the Gasparilla Music Festival. It is about 4 o'clock. It is hot as hell. It is burning outside. But this place is jumping. I've never seen a crowd quite like this. Yeah, this is actually, like, really great attendance for... A festival in Tampa. I'm really proud to see where the music scene has come along in the last, you know, five to six years that I've been active, and this is great. This is beautiful. Have you ever played this festival before? I have not. This is my first time. Nice. What are you expecting? I don't really know. Um, you know, I do a, a different style of hip hop. It's pretty progressive in a lot of different ways. I don't want to say that it, you know, maintains the status quo of what's really popular now. There's, you know, a little bit of boom bap, a little bit of jazz, a little bit of trap, a little bit of electronic. So I'm just hoping, you know, with such an eclectic lineup that we have for GMF that the people who are at my stage have open ears and open minds and we just we're just ready to dazzle them. What stage are you playing at? I'm doing the uh, Furman Amphitheater. Okay, not, oh, so right here. Right here, yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, there was a guy, uh, Jinx, I think was his name. Yeah. He did a set over on the main stage here. Yeah, I think he was there, there uh, to support Janelle. Both yeah. fantastic artists. Yeah. Both, the, the sets were amazing. Yeah, it was incredible. I just happened to be down there and I was wasn't expecting it, and it was just like wow. Okay. Shout out to Jinx, definitely, definitely. So. Let's go back to you. How did you get or come up with the name Gats? Uh, well, my favorite book growing up was The Great Gatsby. Okay. So when I first initially came out making music and was doing hip hop, my name was Gatsby. And my manager and myself had a conversation about it. And we were trying to avoid, you know, avoid getting sued. So we just shortened it to Gats, yeah. put a little dollar sign on there just to nice. make it a little, you know, a different. more original, yeah. Yeah, and then that was that, you know? Nice. That's how they came about. So what got you into music? What, what was that kind of? Um, my father always played music growing up um, in, in, in the house. I was always surrounded by music in that regard. And just from an early age, I was just in love with doing something musically. Um, and I've done a lot of different music over the years. Uh, growing up, I was in orchestra. Okay. I played violin, nice. Nice. classically trained. Um, I was in a post-punk band for a little bit. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, nice. I'm like huge in the alternative rock. Uh, I was a big block party Interpol okay. fan. Nice. So that was always a thing for me. And when that fell apart, one of my good friends had recommended, you know, that I get into producing. Yeah. So I started producing tracks here and there, and then I just kind of started doing started that into rap yeah nice um who are some of your hip-hop influences hip-hop influences all over the place uh before he lost his mind kanye definitely yeah. was was a big uh influence for me um 
Mad Lib, Black Milk. Uh, who else? Because I don't listen to hip hop as much as I used to now. Like as I make it a lot. Like, um, who do I listen to a lot right now? I listen to Cousin Stiz a lot. Um, Lil Wayne was a big influence growing yep. up. Outkast, yep. Outkast, uh, Dilla. So nice. yeah, it's all over the place. Nice. All over the place. I will say, being from Chicago. Kanye's Through the Wire was on permanent rotation yes. at any of my friends' parties. It was on permanent Through rotation. Through the Wire was a moment. That yeah. was a, a very special moment. I, I mean, he's, he's had a lot of those, but Through the Wire was special. I remember hearing it for the first time on the way to school, and I was like, this is great. Yeah. Actually, funny story. I was in uh, Tallahassee a couple months back, and on my Spotify, I had just added Through the Wire just because I was like, I haven't heard this song in forever, so I'm going to just kind of put it on rotation. And I had my windows down, crank loud, because it was just kind of one of them days. This guy pulls up next to me. Hey, is that new Kanye? And I'm like, it's crazy how that works. We're at that weird age and that weird time yeah. where a lot of the things that we grew up listening to, people have not been attached yeah. to it whatsoever. Yeah. So it's like, is this new? Yeah. I mean, I can't lie. I've done similar things, but you know, it's just kind of like... You've never been on the other end of it, yeah. so it's like... Yeah. I get you. But, so... Who, Biggie or Tupac? Um, it depends. Depends. Um, I, I didn't like Tupac growing up, oh. music-wise. I never like sonically got into Tupac, yeah. but I always dug what Tupac was about more so than Biggie. But as far as like actual skills and songs are concerned, I'd have to say Biggie. Nice. Uh, Rest in peace. Yeah. Rest in peace. Wu-Tang Clan or um, N.W.A.? Wu-Tang. Nice. You almost have to. You're almost on the East Coast. It's Yeah, yeah. Like, Ice Cube is almost enough for me to just be like, NWA, but nah, Wu-Tang, Wu-Tang, yeah. Wu -Tang. Actually, Wu-Tang's getting ready to do a little bit of a tour up the East Coast here. Yes, they are, yes, they are. I might try to catch them. Yeah, I'm going to try and go up to uh, North Carolina, I think, just because I don't want to go to Atlanta. I said. <laughs> so, as you've been moving in the music industry, or as you move forward in the music industry, what are um, some things you hope to accomplish? Well, this year, you know, just doing more festivals, getting on a full-fledged national tour, and, you know, building my, my fan base. I'm trying to get to, you know, 50,000 installed as a fan base this year. That's that's my, my magic number, so nice. it's going to be a lot of work, but yep. that's, that's, that's the idea. That's the goals. Nice. Um, and are there any, like, ideal bands or hip-hop acts that you want to open for or you want to tour with or you want to play with? I would have loved to be on Vince Staples' tour. Yeah. That would have been dope. Um, but otherwise, no, not really. Um, I want my own small tour first. Yeah. I want that first, but, you know, getting on a bigger tour would always be nice. If Freddie Gibbs did a nation nationwide tour, I would definitely jump on that. Nice. How much, um, of, well, you were born in Hawaii, and then you yeah. moved here to Florida. Yeah. And so is it safe to say that you are more influenced by Southern hip-hop? Absolutely. Absolutely. Who, 
who are some of the southern trap artists, southern hip hop trap artists? Who are some of those people? I mean, growing up, uh, my older cousin played a lot of No Limit. Uh, Outkast, as previously mentioned, yeah. Lil Wayne, uh, Cash Money was was very big growing up. Um, and then, you know, in high school, just whatever was playing, you know, Florida circuits. T-Pain was a big influence. Yep. Yep. Um, melodically and just uh, making beats wise, getting into beat making. So, yeah, yeah. So, um, what's some of your, um, what's your creative process when you're writing music? Um, I write all the time in weird places, usually like as I'm driving or in the shower. I write, write little ideas at a time and then I'll get into the studio either with a beat or the producer yeah. and I'll just take those little tidbits I'll give it to them um, especially right now my creative process with Jordan Pro with Jordan Patrick you know I'll sit in the studio with him and I'll tell him a few bars that I have nice. um, like Nelly shout out to Nelly yeah. um, also a big influence growing up you know I, was that that was a music video you did as well too. yeah 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 um, you know I gave him the hook of that and he basically made a beat just around the hook and then we wrote the song in about five minutes and nice. that's how that goes for me so like you're talking st louis nelly yes nice that's our being from chicago he was another one that was kind of a stretch for us but it's close enough yeah, close enough so you've got new music coming as your new album's out or is it i had a project that dropped in November called To Live and To Rob okay. with Jordan Patrick. And um, today, uh, since we're doing this this interview and I was gonna announce it on stage as well, um, we are releasing a follow-up to that okay. called Too Close To Rob uh, that'll be coming out in April. Okay. And then I have a full-fledged album album coming out sometime this year as well. Okay, nice. And now that you've been working on that, what's that whole experience been like? Just writing for an album? gathering your songs what's that whole experience been like? it's been cool it's been a very long time since i've done an album done a lot a longer project uh, the last time that i put out a album was in 2016 so it's been a few years and my process has changed a lot since back then uh i'm looking forward to dropping it but it's been cool man i've just been going in the studio and creating in the moment nice you know, and that's been been great for me uh, as compared to my older process of getting a beat, staying at home, writing yeah. to the beat. Like, I, I would criticize myself too much and things didn't come out naturally. Yeah. So it's it's been very fun as of late. Now, when you're writing, are you more of a pen to paper or do you go into your phone and in the note section or do you how what what's that? For music purposes, I yeah. tend to be, uh, like, I'll get my first few ideas on the phone, but then uh, I'll actually go in the booth and just kind of rap things and come up on the on the spot, and I'll, like, rap out a whole entire verse, listen to it, and then re-rap it. Nice. That's awesome. Um, have, what's up? What's been the biggest influence for this upcoming album? life just life that I've been in um, you know I was very sick um, well I mean I'm I, I have an autoimmune disease uh, it's sickle cell so I have been sick for yeah my life whole life 
but I had a really, really, really bad episode about two years ago, and that's kind of like shot my life into the trajectory that it's in now. So just drawing from those experiences has been a, the biggest influence thematically yeah. in the music that I've been making. Uh, and then music-wise, you know, I've been listening to a lot of Frank Ocean. So nice. I listen to Frank Ocean every day. Nice. So that's where we're going with that. And you produce all your own beats, correct? Or I can produce. Okay. Um, this next project is going to be a, a mix of different producers uh, for Blanket Head, the album, and then for Too Close to Rob, that's being produced solely by Jordan Patrick. Okay, nice. And what kind of uh, software do you use to uh, produce? For me, I started producing on Reason. Uh, I started on Reason 3 and have been using it ever since. And then I got on to using MPC about four years ago. Nice. Um, so for the uninitiated that has never seen your show, yeah, what can they expect specifically here at Gasparilla? Emotion. Okay. Not not anything fake, not weird teenage emo emotion, but true emotion, passion, and just, you know, commitment. I have commitment to the stage when I'm on there, nice. so, yeah. And you'll actually have a DJ performing with you? I have... Uh, my DJ Wally Clark will be here okay. um, spinning, but I also have the fantastic Rising Down uh, band. They're also going to be helping accompany oh, nice. Nice. Uh, me tonight as well. I love it when hip-hop acts incorporate a band into their live performance. It just adds a whole new element. Because, I mean, especially when it comes to a lot of the independent rappers, they'll just come in with their mix and master track and rap over their song? I don't want that. I want to immerse you into what I'm feeling when I'm actually making the song. So I think this is the best way to do it. Nice. Um, so we kind of talked about this already. What do you, what are, what's the music scene? Let me, I'm gonna take a 180 here. What's the music scene, at least for hip hop, been like in Tampa? Hip hop is a boiling pot um, of just different spices and flavors here in hip-hop there's a lot of different things going on all at once um, you know you have your boom bap you know um, with uh, villains and Mike Mass and Jinx to a certain extent um, and then you know you have your 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 mixtures your your hybrids you have your samurai shotgun um, you know you have your trap so like Kano's doing a lot of good things um, you have my crew, Blue Zone. Uh, we all kind of more on the eclectic side. Yeah. Uh, but it's great. I love hip hop in Tampa and in Florida at large. Uh, we're doing a lot of different things and setting a lot of trends that a lot of parts of the nation really don't have, you know? So I like it. I like where, it, where it's come over the last few years. Nice. And um, obviously you have aspirations of moving on, going, touring, signing with the record label. What advice do you have the young hip hop artists that are in the beginning of stages of where you want to go? Oh, that's easy. Move with a team and play your role. That's, that's easy. If you can find somebody who wants to be the artist, they're the rapper, you get a rapper, a producer, a videographer, somebody who can do graphic designs, somebody who likes to be on social media and somebody who can talk to people you have six people you guys can literally be a unit 
that just creates content and engages with people. Okay. And you will get so much further than being that one guy who raps, that one guy who makes beats. Just invest in a team, invest in each other, and you'll grow. Nice. You know, I did so much stuff on my own, and I've done pretty well, uh, but I could have done a lot better if I would have stuck and built and clicked with a team who are all doing different things to benefit each other. Nice. What's the best piece of advice you've got from somebody? Trust the process. Don't deviate from the process. Make the content, engage with the content, roll it out, promote the content, and then when it's all burnt out, that's when you move on to the next thing, but trust the process. So many times I've jumped the gun on something or let go something too early. Yep. Nah, you just gotta stick with it. So before we set or turn the mics on, you'd mentioned something to me that I thought was really cool, that you're not just a hip hop artist, that you're a classically trained musician and you were in a punk band. What are, I guess, obviously that's part of your journey. What, what was the motive to go into these different avenues of music? Well, I mean, I rapped in high school. I think every hip hop fan rapped in high school at some point. Um, but it was one of those things where I just didn't think I was good enough to do it. Didn't have the, the steam or the confidence, whatever, whatever the case may be. But you know, just having uh, my friend George just literally push me, just say, hey, you should try it again. Having that little bit of just, you know, somebody having faith in me made me want to try it again and I've been good at it so that's really where it comes from uh, do you miss your hip-hop band there or not the hip-hop punk band my bad not really no no like those guys are cool but like we sucked so uh <laughs> you know it was one of those things like it was fun definitely a good you know definitely a good uh part of my life but uh I don't miss it everything everything happens for a reason and things are supposed to play out the time that they're supposed to play out for. Nice. I don't, I don't question anything further than that. Nice. What, um, what? Uh, do you have any upcoming shows coming up? The next thing that I'm doing is Rolling Loud Festival in Miami in okay. May. That'll be my next endeavor, and then after that, uh, I guess we'll have to see. Nice. Have you ever done the festival down in Miami? Yes. Yes. How's that experience? It's insane. It's insane. That's really the only word I can come up with. It's it's wild. There's just things going on in 80 million different directions, and just the thrill of it all is intense. Like, this is intense, too. Yeah. Um, in a different, more intimate way. Yeah. So. Well, because you got everybody kind of in this confined two to three block radius with limited parking so everybody's just kind of making it happen yeah whereas in a lot of festivals i've seen they're spread out in a like open open area here it's in like a metropolitan in the middle of the city right on the river and it just creates this really cool vibe and i'm glad to be here same same so um so where can people, as we kind of wrap this up, where can people find your music? Oh, easy. You can find me at gats813.com. 
or on uh, SoundCloud at soundcloud.com slash GATS813. All of my socials are GATS813. And you can also find me on all streaming ser services, uh, whether that be Apple Music, Spotify, Tidal, at GAT dollar sign. Don't forget the dollar sign. Nice. Um, and then once again for the audience, when, does all your, when do your new albums release? Yes, To Live and To Rob is out now. Too Close to Rob comes out on April 30th, and Blanket Head will be here sometime this year. Awesome. Thank you very much for sitting down and talking with us. I hope to catch your set tonight. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Thank you, Thank everybody, you. for uh, tuning in and watching, and we'll see you a little bit later. All right. Thank you. Thank you, man. Cool.